Hey guys, welcome back. So I talked about independence inside of a marriage and what it looks like. Now I want to talk about codependency and what it is. And what it is, it's in, it could be in a relationship, it could be in a marriage, it could be in a, a mother and children, mother-daughter, uh, mother-brother, um, son, not brother. Um, it could be... Um, a dad, it could be girlfriends, but right now I want to focus on marriage though. So codependency in a relationship is when you become so focused on your partner happiness that you forget about yourself and that you start to depend on your partner for your self-worth. And it's like if your mood, and I think I said this in the other podcast too, is that your moves are affected by him. If he some way is acting funny or something, or he's not um, to what you feel, something is wrong, then you become very moody, not with him, but with your friends. So I wanna talk about that. I wanna, I wanna give you some signs. Uh, if you are doing that in your marriage, and I, and I want I want to give you a chance to to stop. You know, you don't have to speak to your husband about it. All you have to do is say, okay, let me stop this and let me go and build my own friendships, my own social circle. That's all you need to do. You don't have to. Some people feel like they have to tell their husband everything. That's not true. That's not true because remember, you were an individual first. You didn't even know him. So you were individual first. So you don't have to tell him everything. You just don't. It's nice to have secrets, secrets uh, for you and, you know, just to yourself, you know? So remember what I said, what codependency is, is when you really rely on your partner. You know, when you really um, think about, uh, his or her happiness, and uh, you, you don't think about your own, you know, uh, so that's what that is, and I want to give you some signs just in case that you're in it, so let's say that um, the first sign would be what I'm talking about is um, focusing on your partner, you become so preoccupied with your partner thoughts, his feelings, and his needs, that you forget about yourself. And this is for men and women. I love to talk of for, I like to talk about for men and women. I love that. Okay, same thing, thing right here. Um, hold on for a second. It's getting a little cold in here. Hold on. Y'all, it got a little cold in here. I had to get some cover, but let's continue on. So another thing, you consistently put your partner's well-being above your own, even to the detriment of your physical or emotional health. That's another one, and that's not good at all. Because remember, I said the detriment of your physical and emotional health to the point where um, you're running yourself radically. That's what it really saying. You're running yourself radically, physically. Uh, the emotional health is, um, you know, that's up above. We always, we always want to keep 
our mind intact. I always tell people, even when I see people going through something, I always tell them, don't don't lose your mind because you need that. You need that more than anything. Because when you lose your mind and you have a nervous breakdown, you are at the hands of others. So that's the reason why I say that. Okay, let's jump back in what I was talking about. Okay, another thing, you start to experience low self-esteem. Your self-worth and confidence are highly dependent on your partner's approval and attention. So let's just say in your mind, you have something on and you feel like, um, he's not he's not complimenting you or he didn't say anything about it and you think oh wow and your self-esteem start to get low because you you're waiting on him to say um that's pretty that's that that's that it, it is pretty to him but he he's not vocalizing it and so in your mind you feel like why are you not saying anything because you need his approval for everything that you put on, everything that you say, uh, who your friends are. So that can wear you down and beat you down. And he's not doing this now. You are doing this to yourself. Another thing, you you start to feel responsible, like I said earlier, for your partner happiness. You believe it's your job to make your partner happy. And you feel guilty when you're not. And um, that's, that's putting a lot of pressure. That's codependency. Another thing you do, you have difficulty saying no. You don't want to say no to him, not to your partner. You don't care. You don't care as long as he's happy. So whatever he says, it's always a yes. Everything he does is always good. You know, uh, you don't want to do it. You're not going to say no. You're going to do it. Because you have fear of abandonment. You're afraid that if you say no, your partner will leave you. You're afraid if you do anything, it's all in your head. That if I do this and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So what you start to do, you do whatever it takes to keep you all close. And even if it means just, like I said above, sacrificing yourself. I mean, it's sad. Um... You let your personal interests go. And he's not asking you to do this, but you start giving up your hobbies, your interests, your goals. And you just focus on what he's doing. What if he plays golf? You don't play golf. You're you're standing out there for all 18 rounds. You don't care. And then you start to pull yourself away from your family. You start losing touch with, with your family, with your friends. You start distancing yourself. You start to distance yourself um, because you feel like I need to be with my partner. And trust me, you are smothering him. You are smothering him. And even if y'all, let's just say y'all were having problems, all right? And you could be aware of the issues, but you would deny it and you would downplay it. You would downplay it just to, you know, you just there, you just somehow... You have got into this marriage, you were an individual, and then you became dependent on your husband. You know, that's what you did, you know. It's okay to depend on each other, you know, in a healthy way. 
you know, it's okay. But when you start to depend on him for your everything, you know, he determines your mood because it's not because of him, because you're letting him determine your mood, you know. Uh, if he get up in the morning and maybe he just having a bad day, you know, you will, you would put it on yourself. Oh, he's having a bad day because I did something last night, you know, and that's not good. So you need to, I really want you to recognize these signs if you're in it. And I want you to do, to start doing something different, you know, start doing something um, that makes you feel good. Trust me, he's not going anywhere. He's probably wondering, you know, why is she just, why is she doing this? You know, why doesn't she have a, a social life? You know, he's probably wondering that. So that's uh, all, all, all y'all. I need to get these braces off my teeth. I can't talk not one lick. <laughs> but yeah. But uh, he's probably wondering, like I was saying, he probably wonder why you are doing this. And um, he probably wants space. And he's afraid to say it because by the time I think he has realized um, that you have a problem, he doesn't know what to do at this point. Most guys, they just sit there, you know, and it's, you know, it's sort of sad because most of them sit there and they don't know what to do. And then when they get fed up, Guess what they do? They want out the marriage. And that's the sad thing. Whereas women, we are a little bit different. We could have a husband that's like that. What I just, all the things I named. And we could have a husband like that. But women, we are gentle creatures. And we would sit and talk to him. And we would tell him, you know, well, babe, you need to meet some friends. Well, babe, and you know what? I don't even think we would say it like that. We would just start taking around other men. We'll tell our girlfriends, you know, my husband over here, you know, um, he need to get out a little bit and can he hang out with your husband? We would do something like that. But men are a little bit different. It seems like as soon as they get back up against the wall, and I'm not saying all men because there's some good men out there. There's some good men out there. But I'm just saying that sometimes men would get back up against the wall and he's like, I'm being some mother. She's smothering me, you know. She's there for my every whim, you know. She's there, you know, and I need my space. And what he does, he starts to just build up all this, other things you have done over the years. And he knows you have done these things because you were putting putting yourself last. He didn't ask you to do it. He didn't want you to do it. He could not stop it. But he know that you were putting yourself last and you was making sure that he was happy. And I see some women too. Um, they would let their children, you know, uh, suffer a little bit, you know, making sure uh, she cooked dinner, something that he likes. You know, they, their child can come in and say, hey, mom, I want spaghetti. And she'll turn around, uh, she won't tell him no, but she, she, she'll, you know, she'll cook what she thinks her husband wants, you know, same thing in the car with the kids, the kids want to run by McDonald's. I could see her shoot them that look from the front seat to the back seat. No, he may like something else. 
instead of saying, um, well, let's go here to McDonald's and then go over here to where the husband want to get something to eat. But she's not going to do that because he's driving and she's thinking, oh, he's tired of driving. She has all these thoughts she has conjured up in her head and nothing like that is happening. He's not tired of driving. He's trying to have a good family outing. And that's the thing too, when you go out with uh, these type of people, is that that she is so, you know, trying to make sure he's okay, that when you get to the spot, he can't rest. She's getting this for him. She's getting that for him. Let me do this, this, and this. Let's say they go to a park. She gonna hop out the car and spray him down with suntan lotion before she do the kids, you know, a suntan spray, you know. So remember, he's not asking you to do this. This somehow has got up in your head. And um, what I would like for you to do is like work on it, you know, um, try to break that cycle. I don't know where you got it from. Some people say, um, I saw my, you know, my dad, my mom, and my mom took care of my dad. And um, like I always say, maybe that was back in that day. And and if it's so, I'm sure some of the men back in that day was probably like, honey, I can make my own plate. I don't need you jumping up and down, getting a plate uh, if my if my glass go down just a little bit of water or Coca-Cola or whatever, you run and pour Coke in there, you know? So I don't, like I said, that behavior could have came from um, being in a household where the mother catered to the father and it passed down to her and now she's doing the same thing. But I want you to know, we all like to be catered to, not smothered and not, and I'm telling you something about the word cater. Cater to a point. Not cater me to the point where as soon as I try to put on my shoes, here you come. Or cater me to a point where you see me walking to the fridge and you run to give me a glass of water and tell me to sit down. And, you know, I think it's more of women that carry that trait. Uh, I don't know if it's a trait or not, but right now I'm going to call it a trait. Carry that trait than men. You don't see men often doing that. Now, granted, men, they take care of their women, but um, they're not being uh, obsessed with it. You know, I'm just making sure she has what she needs because I have to go to work. You know, he's like that. Whereas these women, they get into this relationship and... um they just, they're doing everything. And I think they're doing everything because they are fear of abandonment. They are fear of getting a divorce. And what they don't know, you're walking yourself right into a divorce because you're not letting this man breathe. He needs to breathe. And you're not doing it, you know? And uh, so, like I said, I want you to, and I'm going I'm to move on from it, and I'm going to go ahead and let you all go. But I want you to um, really start setting some healthy guidelines for yourself. And by doing that, and trust me, and this was you, this is what I want you to do. I want you to get up in the morning and focus on you. 
I want you to get up in the morning. If he's still asleep, uh, if he's awake, speak and keep him moving. That's what I want you to do. Speak and keep him moving. So well, I got to go to the gym. I have to go to the store. I'll go downstairs and get you a glass of orange juice. You know, don't jump up and start to cater to him right away. Okay, don't don't cater at all that day. You're trying to you're trying to get better. I want you to get better. So start off with not catering, just being normal, just being normal. You will love it. You know, give in the morning. Hey, hey, you both say hey. You go take a bath. He go take a bath, and I bet you nine out of ten. He'll be the first to say, you want me to cook some? You want, you want some sausages, some eggs, some toast? You know, let him be that man for you. Let him cater you. You know, like I always say, uh, you know, uh, he's the man. Let him be the man. Let him cater to you. You know, um, then uh, once you eat, I want you to go out for a little while and not call him. Not because I know women that are caters that suffer from this um codependency they have a habit of calling every second when their husband at home what you doing do you want this you know mm -mm. let him breathe because more than anything you need to breathe you need to breathe you didn't get married to be a servant that's not why you married you married to, because you two loved each other you married because you want to feel safe with him, not have a fear of abandonment, okay? So I want you to stop that. And um, I guess this time, I'm really going to go ahead and let y'all go. And um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and let y'all go. <laughs> I was trying to make sure I was I was just thinking in my head was there something else I wanted to say about it. I don't want to leave anything off. Because sometimes you know what I need to do sometimes, y'all? I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I need to write my thoughts down because I don't want to forget them. Because I want to tell you. And I don't want to forget them at all. You know? And um I'm just trying to think because earlier today I thought about this. Um after I had put the podcast out about being independent inside of your marriage, uh, I thought about this quite a bit today. And a lot of things came to me. A lot of things came to me. You know, I even looked inside my own marriage, you know. And um, I could tell you, um, I did not cater. Um, it was, we, we had a balance. I made sure he was okay. And he made sure I was okay. So. But I guess that's it because I can't think of anything else that I had in mind that I wanted to tell you. So I'm going to go ahead and let you guys go. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.